Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast, where real-life issues facing the family and the church are addressed with bold and uncompromising truth. It's time to reject the mediocrity of the day, live courageously in the face of danger, and declare, Not On My Watch. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast. We are Jeff and Rochelle. Hey, check out our website, www.notonmywatch.co. But hey, we're jumping into a topic that every parent needs to know about. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't, don't skip this one. Um, can kids make their own health decisions? We're gonna we're gonna answer that very I was like, quickly. Are can, you going? Can, go, Jeff. Go. Can, uh, can we just say no? Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> We're not done. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not the answer to all of it. I mean, you just, if you wanted to succinctly go down there, but okay. Just go down that path. But hey, uh, why, you know, this is an important thing because something we just found out literally. Like recently. literally just found out recently. Yes. So I, I'd say take it away. Share the story. Okay. Share the story. Kind of give context to why we're even Yeah, because I mean, this, this is- We're not it. medical professionals. You are a doctor. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I am a doctor. And uh, yeah. Just not that kind. Just not that kind of doctor. Yeah, you've always been like, hey, if we're on an airplane and they're like, do you have a doctor on board? You're going to be like, yes, I The doctor's here. (laughs) You can pray and read scripture over somebody in context. (laughs) Illuminate the scriptures in context. Uh, Anyways, okay. It's good. We have really gotten off track. Okay. (laughs) So I found this out um, really literally this week. Uh, I had some inklings of some things had changed. So occasionally my kids get strep mm-hmm. throat. I don't know. It happens to the best of kids. Um, and honestly, you know, some moms out there are going to understand what I'm saying. If you get your kid gets strep throat versus a virus, sometimes you're like, great, we can get antibiotics mm-hmm. and we're better quickly. So anyways, this happens occasionally to my kids. So a couple of months ago, I, um, our oldest daughter mm-hmm. woke up, did not feel well. And I looked at her tonsils and I was like, strep throat. Okay. Yeah. Sure side. <laughs> Telltale sign. I mean, and they won't give you antibiotics. They don't trust a mother's instincts. So you got to go in and get them swabbed. <laughs> and so anyway, so I go in and get them swabbed in and they said, you know, Hey, we have the state of the art test 30 minutes. You'll know, check out my chart. Now, if you don't have my chart where you live, it's like the online database. Oh, it's online, aw- it's awesome. It's awesome. You can schedule appointments. Yeah. You can check out your test results. All that. So they said, just check the the my chart in thirty minutes. You'll know, yeah. and then we'll we'll do whatever. So by the time we leave the clinic, usually, I'm like checking, and it's there. So I I go on her on her my chart. It's under under mine. Like I have a username. This has always been, and I go under her name. And I'm like, man, where is the test result like part? I'm like, this is so weird. It's not there. And I'm like, this has got to be a glitch, you know? So I just call and they, they tell me, you know, she has it or whatever. Go pick up the thing. Okay. I'm like, no, I didn't really think much of it. Well, then this week I needed some physical forms for our kids, filling out some different paperwork and whatever. And I was like, I need their physical forms. So I go on my chart, can't get it. So I call. And um, first of all, can I... Can I just throw in the fact that I am not a perfect mom? Well, I would disagree. 
<laughs> no, I, I just, I'll just let you know that there are moments when I absolutely fail. Well, I realized that my youngest daughter, I hadn't taken to the doctor in three years. So what fail. does that make me? Because I didn't even know that. When you told me, I was, I was like, like oh. oh my goodness. Like, and I told the doctor this when I went, they're like, don't worry, it's the third child. The first one, you're on everything. The second one's a little bit close to that third one. It's like, are you alive? Okay, great. So anyways, I took her to the doctor and, and all of that, got the physical. Okay, so this is what I found out though in this process. Wow. That my oldest child, who is currently 14, mm-hmm. I am not allowed to access her immunization records, uh, her physical form, uh, her test results for strep throat without her consent. Wow. And so this has led us to this podcast uh, because I shared something on my own personal social media page about this. And it was like, it it, kind of like people, you know, you got to see a whole lot of comments of like, yeah, this happened to me. And these are state laws and federal laws. And this is crazy. So So anyways, this is where we are. This is being felt by a lot of parents out there. This is being felt by a lot of people. Um, When you put that out there, it's like, oh my goodness. I mean, it was... Yeah. So this is something that people are thinking about, people are feeling, people are encountering. This is something we're encountering for the first time. And so we're like, okay, we need to talk about this on the podcast because we need to equip parents. We need to make parents aware of really what's going on out there. Right. So if you can't get the test results, it's not a glitch. It's actually mm-hmm. like intentional. Um, I just assumed like something was wrong <laughs> with my mind. Chart. Okay. So what do we do? Yeah. Okay, because this is this is just this is the world we live in. Yes, this is the world we live in. I hate to in. say that, you know. But so, what do we do in the midst of this? And um, here's the deal: we're not mm-hmm. going to be able to change culture, change stuff. This is the world we live in. However, we do have control over how we respond. Okay, I think there are still some things that we can change. But in the midst, of, uh, you're sorry, right. I'm just like. I know that like bureaucracy and all of that is huge. Yep. I still like if somebody's listening and you get like a fire in your belly about this, go. Oh, absolutely. Try to make a change. Like, this should not make us be passive. My thought is we shouldn't be like, well, we can't. Sometimes people think, well, we can't do anything about it. It's just as it is. So this is what we're left with. Well, we're always in charge of our response. Right. We're always in okay, charge of our response. I just wanted to bring no, that out. Good. Like if there are people who want to advocate so for this, oh, like on Capitol Hill, you know, where Go for it. we make a bill. Isn't there like a rhyme? Um, Schoolhouse rock. I'm so just a if bill. The, if somebody wants to do, to do that, go for it. Here's what you do in the meantime. Until yeah. somebody does that, I, you know, I don't feel that is a call on my life, but maybe somebody else. Okay, so what do we do? So, number one. Number one, I think parents need to be the CIOs of their home. I know this is so cheesy, but I think parents need to be the chief information officers of their home. What does that mean? I think it's so important, whatever state you live, to understand the state laws, the HIPAA laws, the confidentiality laws of where you live. I did a simple Google search after that. Why can't we see our child's medical records on my charts? <laughs> did a simple Google search search and up came several websites and documents about the Indiana state law uh, about all of this. And can I just say, this is going to take some work, but it's so important that you and I understand this because things can happen at school. Things can happen in different environments that before even reading this, I didn't didn't know that. I thought we were going to be made aware of all of this stuff, but depending on the state in which you live in, 
you need to be aware of that so you know what could happen. I don't think you should be scared, but you need to be armed with the right information. Okay, so when you said that, I was like sort of glazed over like I have to read laws. No. Like, no, I, I, I'm not like. Right. No, you're right. It, it, just be informed. Yeah, absolutely. I think what you're you're saying is don't just go, well, like what I did. Well, it's a glitch. You know, like <laughs> I, I thought it was a glitch. I, I really did. Um, you know, but kind of like do some research. Mm-hmm. Find out about it. Now you know. Like <clears throat> we're helping you research. This is a real thing. Some people even commented on my social media thread like, this happened to us when they turned 13. Or yeah. some someone said in my state it's 15. You know, like. I don't know. I don't know all the things for wherever you live, but this is worth doing at least a little bit of research and say, okay, what? Because this actually impacts our children in a large way. It oh, impacts your absolutely. home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yes. Number two, and somebody commented on, mm-hmm. on my status and said this, and I was like, this is great. So I'm stealing yes. this from her. It is really important that you find like-minded medical uh, providers. And mm. you might go, what? No, it really matters. Um, because your child is literally being seen by somebody and they're giving medical advice. This is so, and it's not just just medical as in what uh, antibiotic to treat the strep throat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also like how to deal with mental health, how to deal with all the things that everybody goes through in different things. And if we need to know who's advising our children. Oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. Well, the The... This is is big because we don't want anybody telling our kids or insinuating, well, maybe you're depressed and maybe you need to be on this and maybe you need to do that. We want our, our we believe in healthcare. <laughs> we believe in healthcare, absolutely. But we want to make sure we know the kinds of people who are giving medical advice. Well, I think it's really important because sometimes if you tell somebody something enough, then, oh yeah, like... Oh yeah, my stomach does hurt. You know, and and I know that some people might be listening to this going, "What are you talking about?" No, this is really really key. Like if that's why words matter. Right. I think about even with my children, I tell them consistently mm-hmm. who they are in Christ. Because yes. it's true. <laughs> because they need to know these things. And so it's important who is is doing this. Understanding this goes back to point number 1 that there are um, privacy laws, and mm-hmm. I understand some of them, and and I understand that there are really reasons that may be very noble for why they were put into place, and I yeah. want to recognize that. Like, I'm not saying people were sinister in creating some of these privacy laws, but what the byproduct of some of these mm-hmm. laws are is that it can protect somebody um, who wants to maybe move a child onto a certain agenda. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that you might think that you are a different gender or things like this and that protects protects that. Or in cases of this is an unwanted pregnancy. So what what are your options here? I right. mean, these are, these are issues that could be talked about. And um, I think it's important to understand that parents of 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 minors don't um i was looking up this and it says when when parents have exceeded or maybe a better word conceded the confidentiality to a confidentiality agreement between a minor and a and a health professional now that minor is treated as what they call it an individual which obviously we understand they're human they're individual <laughs> but they're treated um like basically as an adult and so what you are kept out of the loop and so I would just su- suggest to parents, don't concede to a confidentiality agreement between your kids and um, a health professional where you can't see what's going on. 
that is a very dangerous spot. You have to see what's going on. And some people would say, well, these things are really good because what do you do in instances of, of abuse? And I would just say, you know what? Of course, absolutely abuse. Kids need to have places that they can go to where they can report known abuse. They, I mean, we have to protect our kids in this. Now, and I, and I and will so, say, you know, like we, like I've been a, a licensed teacher. Um, you and I have both yes. served in local churches for 20 years. Yes. Um, we are mandated reporters. Mm-hmm. So even no matter what, if somebody reports something, we have to report it. Doctors would fall into that same category. Yes. Um, and I think what what those advocates of this confidentiality say, well, well the doctor has to put a note in the system you know maybe there needs to be some laws set up where a doctor maybe has the right to you know i don't know circumvent that in different ways but every medical professional every teacher every clergy member Mm -hmm. are supposed to be mandated reporters now we understand that that just because you serve in that roles doesn't mean you're a person of integrity right but that is an a, a legal obligation if pastors, if mm-hmm. teachers, if any any of these people, if they know something and they fail to report it, they can be held accountable. So this is where this is kind of a gray area because we do believe that if Absolutely. someone's in danger, they need to have that information um, to be confidential for their safety. Yeah, I mean, because we have reported issue. things. You Absolutely. and I have had to report abuse before. Yeah. Maybe it's physical abuse, sexual abuse, or yes. something like that. Kids need to so so. I agree that kids need to keep be safe from a predator, even if uh, man, even if the predator, if the predator lives predator in their own home, lives in their own home. And so I can see where that there's that gray area, but I don't think it has to be to the point where parents who love their kids and care for their kids are are being kept out of the loop. The so, unintended consequence absolutely. can be a whole lot of other negative yes. things. Uh, okay, so you got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a like-minded provider. I mean, this is important, who who you choose to have your child go and see. Yes. Uh, but number three, you're going to have to have talks with your children. Yeah. Um, I, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, we are not proponents of hiding things from your kids. We are absolute mm-hmm. advocates of talking with your children. Um, and, you know, this even precipitated a conversation in our own home mm-hmm. that, you know, talking to even my oldest daughter, like, hey, like, can you believe this happened? And, you know, you're going to have to sign something to say that I can see it. Yeah. You know, of course, I'm financially responsible. Um, for Which all is of the- ironic. Right. Hello. Let's talk about that. Like, <laughs> shh. I don't know. Maybe she has like $50 to her name. I'm telling you, that's not even going to be enough to go to the doctor. Like anybody who knows these, it's crazy. Um, and, and so I'm financially responsible, but I'm going to, you know, and here's why, you know, this, this will only cause problems if there's not a warm relationship. Mm. And I would advocate all the time. I mean, this, you're going to get sick of hearing it. Get sick of it because we're going to keep talking about it. And part of that warm relationship just is like, well, what is that? It's kind of a big con- – part of that warm relationship is a two-way conversation between parent and child where there's there's the ability for a parent to talk to child but child to talk to parent where it's not – you know, they, oh, they, can, they can come with – you said it last week. You, they can come with doubt. They can come with questions. They can come with some things that are, are concerning them. 
without repercussion that just because they may experience doubt, like for instance, uh, about the Bible or whatever, that they're going to get this harsh response from us. Two-way communication, because we want to know what they're thinking. We want to know what they're wrestling with. And um, when that door is open, when your children mm-hmm. know that you can communicate with yes. them, that they can talk to you, um, they're not they're 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 going to be less likely to be afraid. What's mom and dad going to do? And so that's the warm relationship. I, I think it's that's so, huge. so big. Like the the parent child relationship should be the safest relationship. Yes, yes. And I understand by me even saying that, like some people are like, no, nah, I never had that, or that's not how it is for me, or that's how it was never like that for me, yeah. and I don't know how to cultivate that. Um, it's going to take work. Mm-hmm. You have to be a safe place for your kid, and that means you can't freak out. Like you cannot freak out, mm. <laughs> and and being proactive is. Can you say wh- that for people like me. <laughs> you, uh, I, yeah, I'm like Jeff. You cannot freak Je- out. You have yeah, got. I'm just teasing. No, no, you're actually you're not. But hey, um, um, but that this is where the whole concept that we talk about in we we is so important. We have to be proactive rather than reactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so having these conversations earlier rather than later, um, and it's got to be a safe place. Um, and it's got to be a place where you tell your kids, you know what? Not everybody has your best interest in mind. Some people have a selfish agenda. And working with that. Um, oh, man. That's, that's an unpopular opinion. But we have to tell, we have to disciple our children to know that there are evil people out there. People who don't share the biblical worldview that we have. And there, there, there could be out there medical professionals who literally want to cause you harm. Have, 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 um, I mean, have an yes. agenda that in the end would, would want to lead you down a path that, that's just not good. Um, and it's not to make your kids afraid. It's to educate. Yes. And to make aware. <laughs> Awareness is different than fear. And so... Um, and this comes from... So we've been in minute pastoral ministry for 20 plus years. I don't think anybody should just implicitly, blindly, just trust somebody because they carry the title. Well, you know, I don't want to pick on medical professionals, but let's just because they carry the title pastor. Title oh, teacher. Just, title whatever. Absolutely. You know, th- Mm. We, we, we could probably do a whole. Other <laughs> I think podcast, that's a different. You're heading but, into a whole podcast. But that—that's what we have to talk to our kids about. Yes. Um, because there are people out there who who have an agenda, and we have to protect our kids from that. So. So. Yep. Here's the deal. We wanted to raise awareness. Uh, maybe you never knew this. Hopefully, this helped you. Um, if literally, I think this is something to share. Share mm-hmm. this with your mom friends, dad yes. friends, uh, relatives. Um, and wow, I just, we got to know these things. CIO, Chief Information Chief Officer. Chief Information. I mean, maybe that's just, I love research and I love looking and I'm like, I, know. Whoa, I was like, my, that's up your alley. That's up. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to find, you know, Mama Bears have the nickname. I'm still trying to like, dad, I don't know, something about dad. So dad. let us know. Let us know your ideas. <laughs> I love your ideas in the comments. So hope this has been helpful. Yeah, go ahead and share it. Um, and, and go catch the transcript on the on the on the website. Check our website, notonmywatch.co.co. Um, can't wait to see you right here next time, right here in the Not on My Watch podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Not on My Watch podcast. You are a watchman for this time and hour. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you haven't already, head on over to our website, www.notonmywatch.co for more resources from Jeff and Rochelle. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the next episode. But until then, keep watchful.